Yeah, they are. I mean, you've got two factions in the Conservative Party in the UK, as you've had for at least three years. Those who want Britain out of the European Union yesterday, if not before it, and those who want Britain to stay in. So the Conservative Party, like the rest of Britain, is divided. But the one thing I've noticed this past week, no matter what their view on Brexit is, some of them really feel energised by seeing a Prime Minister stand up and speak confidently. Boris Johnson is a very good public speaker. Theresa May never looked comfortable. What's his polling been like? Yeah, he's had a little bit of a bounce. I mean, they're still nowhere near what they should be. And, of course, the the whole situation, Labour, the opposition, they're actually five percentage points behind the Conservatives on the most recent poll I've looked at overnight. So, I mean, it's a complete mess. And... The feeling is we are edging closer to a general election, possibly as early as September. Though Boris Johnson has categorically ruled that out. I mean, it's all up in the air. So his former editor at the Daily Telegraph has said, and this is a quote, there is room for debate about whether he is a scoundrel or mere rogue, but not so much about his moral bankruptcy rooted in a contempt for <laughs> truth. Now, this is his former editor. No, no one denies that he's entertaining and a great speaker. Uh, but how much are people concerned that he is just those things, you know, that, that he's morally bankrupt? Well, isn't it refreshing to hear someone say what they actually think? <laughs> it's quite incredible. I mean, yes, I think the public, you see, what the danger is that when you work in the media and you're in and around the Westminster bubble, as we call it, you know, people have known all the Boris stories for years. But when you go out into the general public, you go to one of the regions, you go to a regional town or city, he went to Birmingham yesterday. And I mean... There's people coming up to him with with cameras, with babies, wanting selfies. You know, he is a political rock star here. And hand on heart, you know, there are 685 MPs in London. If I parachuted the other 684 into a small village in New Zealand on the South Island and said, can you name these people? No one's really going to know who they are. But if Boris Johnson landed in a parachute, I'd, I'd wager money everyone's going to go, oh, that's Boris Johnson. I mean, you can't mistake the guy. And he plays into that. And that is, that's his Trump card. Well, also something funny would happen. Something funny would happen with him on the parachute as he was landing as well. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, or the zip wire or whatever means of transport. But I mean, the recognisability, he has charisma in bucket loads. He has the confidence of someone who went to uh, Eton, of course. But it's... Honestly, I don't know what's going to happen next. We're on a day-to-day existence here, and the clock is ticking. October 31st, that's the deadline Britain has to leave the European Union. There won't be an extension. There won't be any renegotiation. The Europeans have said so. And yet Boris Johnson seems to think that he can magically achieve in 96-odd days what Theresa May couldn't in three years. So confidence will only get you so far. Yeah, yeah. What does Boris Johnson need to do that he hasn't been capable of doing in the past? focus on detail. That is his biggest, biggest drawback. And I mean, one little anecdote this week already, which, you know, it's, it's utterly frivolous, but wait till you hear this. Um, he walked into Downing Street the other night, called a meeting and said to his aides, these are people as well who've been in Downing Street a long time, and he said, right, I'm, um, I'm thinking of getting a dog. What do you lot think of this? Now, it's a photo opportunity, and Boris is thinking, English people love dogs. I'm a single man living in a big house. 
high profile job, I'm going to get myself a dog. And one of the Downing Street staff said, well, with respect, Prime Minister, we have Larry the cat. And then Boris said, well, the dog and the cat will have to get on, obviously. And that, in a nutshell, is breakfast. The dog and the cat in the same room, and they're not getting on, are they? And that's his, that's his level of attention to detail. You know, out of all the problems facing this country right now, would you walk into Downing Street and say, right, we need to talk about what kind of dog I'm getting? Nah, very, yes. very strange. <laughs> but, but it also sums up to me, I, I love one person said that he fancies himself as Winston Churchill, but he's actually more Alan Partridge. Um, either way, either way, entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, he is, he is, but like, I mean, the amount of funny things that have happened to him. I mean, when Pope Benedict came here in 2010, uh, Boris had recently written a book about Rome, and it takes a hell of a lot of confidence to go up to the Pope, who probably has forgotten more about Rome than Boris Johnson will ever learn. What did Boris do? He presented Pope Benedict with a copy of his own book on Rome. And I mean, and Boris told me that quite proudly, because he knows I'm Roman Catholic, and... There we have it. I mean, he has got no end of confidence, that's for sure. But his problem is the parliamentary arithmetic. He's got the same slender majority of a minority government that Theresa May had.